Hi, my name is Jason Bebo. You're listening to a Game of Thrones recap on the Emerald Podcast Network. That never gets any easier, guys. No, long every time. So we're back. The big episode happened, and we've got the sports desk kind of jumping in and taking over today. Sarah's up in Portland. She's taking some pictures of some bands. She's good at that. But uh, yeah, we got the pot, the sports desk jumping in on the podcast. Introduce yourselves, guys. Uh, I'm Gabe. I'm also a, a Game of Thrones nerd as well as a uh, sports supporter, so pretty excited to be here right now. I am Jack. I am also a Game of Thrones addict, and uh, <laughs> it is good to be here, have some support. Yeah, support meeting for sure. Uh, I'm Sierra. I feel pretty proud that I talked my way onto this podcast. So yeah, yeah. You guys are very active on Twitter. Yeah, like calling us, calling out the, yeah. the Twitter. I feel the like my moaning Twitter. finally paid off. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. talked. We had a lot of shit on Twitter yeah. before we got here. So we're glad to be here. Yeah, this is gonna be fun, and this is this is quite the episode to be jumping in, guys. Mm-hmm. As you know, I, I mean, we all watched it. Yeah, this is a, everyone has to have one hot take. That's that's the rule. Okay. Um, Sarah's not here to bicker with Jason, so mm-hmm. someone, there's gonna have to be some bickering at some <laughs> point. So we'll figure out where that comes. Um, I mean, I think the only way we can really start is just from the beginning, and it's from the very beginning of the episode. It was pretty tense. The first couple shots were very dramatic. Uh, not a lot of words were spoken. Um, it kind of just set the tone early. What were you guys kind of thinking when the episode started? What was kind of going through your head? I mean, just a lot of nerves, I guess. I mean, I guess you've been waiting seven seasons to see this, and you're kind of here, and now you're ready to see them all just fight each other. Um, so, I mean, I thought it was really shot well because there's no words, so they're just building that tension until, like, there's someone that finally speaks. So I think you're just you're just kind of just anxious, and you're just sitting, like, on your couch with your friends. You're like, oh, my God, what the hell is going to happen? And then finally, you know, it starts to happen. It starts to happen, and you can't really see it. It's very dark. <laughs> but from what you can see, wow, it was amazing. From the very first, like, all their swords are lit yeah. with fire now. I was like, oh, that! thank God. Now I can see for one thing. <laughs> and also, it's like, that is so cool. Until, of course... As we um, as we all know, they got snuff- snuffed out in the first yeah. cavalry charge. My, my question is, where the hell did Melisandre come from? Does anyone know? I'm so curious. Um, I have no idea. Honestly, don't. I don't know either, but my question is, whose, like, game plan was that? Like, who was like, yes, what we're going to do is we're going to send the Dothraki into the sea of dead people, and it's going to go super well. They have some of the best military commanders in Westeros, and they still do that bullcrap. Do they? Do they? Jamie Lannister? Jamie, there's no excuse. Um, But no, well, well, actually, so Jamie fell for Rob Stark's uh, trickery. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. Tyrion has consistently underestimated mm-hmm. opponents. The episode before that, they even really called him out for yeah, it. Yeah, I not. love John, but he's kind of dumb. <laughs> How dare <laughs> you? And he's a little dumb. His okay. pride gets okay. the best okay. of him. Charging yeah. in headlong into the whole he, he works for me. Why yeah, don't he, for did. <laughs> he got smoked by Ramsay in the Battle of the Bastards, yeah, but uh, old Sansa and Littlefinger build him out. So, you know, maybe. Not the greatest tacticians in that room. And Daenerys just, like, 
It's like, I have dragons. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's very true. And then there was um, a Vox piece where they said that they had a bunch of people like sit down and watch it that actually have like battle strategies and they actually do this for a living. And they said it was one of the worst battle strategies they've ever yes. seen. Like, it like, was so bad. It seems like their plan from the very beginning was just to sacrifice all of the Unsullied. Like, there was no, mm-hmm. uh, not, not a point where the Unsullied were like, mm-hmm. yes, we're also going to go into the the castle and be saved. Yeah. Like, they're outside the perimeter the whole time. Yeah. I just I just think they thought that they were going to bum rush these dead people and they're going to be like, well, we're going to be fine because we have a bunch of like people that are just going to bum rush all, you know, this this entire dead army and then they got hit with all the dead people and they're like, oh shit. And then you're like, oh my God. At least they have the Dothraki who are the best at probably bum rushing people in, yes. in the land. Um, but I mean, but I, they didn't I, have them for very long that's though. That's true. They really didn't. Long. But I think like that scene was just like their, their swords get all lit, lit up and they're all flame right. and like we we're just like a moment of like, Oh my god, there might be a chance here. And then they just bum rush and then immediately killed. And I think the Jason and I we watched together and we were just like, "Oh my god. Like are they all dead? Like they they got wiped out just like that. That easily." And we were just like, "They're fucked." Horses are too expensive to <laughs> have on set for 50 days, so they're like, "We got to get rid of them somehow." <laughs> and this is what they figured out. Um also speaking of illogical battle plans, they had their siege engines in front of all of their troops and also they only shot once. Yeah. What kind of I just don't understand. I mean, again, though, we can nitpick this battle all we want. I think we should talk more about the plot development mm-hmm. and yeah. the actual, like, like, like what the story and what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, or, or going, going with that, let's talk about Arya Stark for one second. All right. Okay, let's please. Start with for her. one second. Just one second. If one we second. talk about her for one second, I'm leaving. All right. <laughs> we we'll, talk talk, about her. we'll give her three seconds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stretch, but... <laughs> I think the most interesting thing that I kind of pulled from the, especially the behind the episode, was that mm. they knew since season three that Arya was going to be one yeah, to kill three years ago, three, or three years ago, one so of the two. Season five. Yeah, yeah, that's which nuts. is insane. That's crazy that they picked it out that early and like they planned ahead that long. Good for them. Also, the ways that they like set it up, yeah, like all of these moments beforehand, like like when the Hound and Sir Roderick is that his name? Yeah, guy, I think so. The guy, it's like the three of them running around. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Sir Roderick and um, Arya, they like all meet in way earlier. Right. And the like Lord of like the the guys like the Lord of Light like has a oh, purpose Beric for Dundarian. me. Oh, Barricade. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Barricade. Yeah. The Dundorian. <laughs> yeah. And so like just like the ways that like they've had all these episodes or all these scenes in earlier episodes and earlier seasons that mm-hmm. like set up all the stuff that was happening mm-hmm. in this particular episode. Like and even with the weapon that she like kills him with. Mm-hmm. All of that seems like really intentional in hindsight, but the way the episode works is like you're not even thinking about her. Mm-hmm. At least I wasn't until like right before she like flies out of the mm-hmm. woods. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. she's like not on your radar as like right. someone who is gonna kill the Night King. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that's smart writing because there's so much going on, and you're so locked into everyone's character that you lose track of Arya and the mm-hmm. fact that she just like ran off and you're like where'd she go and then you're like you know what I don't even give a fuck like there's so much else like there's just like so many other things going on and then you just kind of see her just like just oh. jump out of this oh. like mist and then okay also I loved all the videos that people made afterwards with all kinds of different music because that was pretty awesome yeah. Um, but no I mean and then you know all of a sudden she she's this has kind of been her like journey to get here is to kind of like kill like one of the leaders and she's killed the night king mm-hmm. um so i think that this is all kind of like leading up to that too yeah and i thought that was cool like um i mean i didn't even like make the connection but like when melisandra and Arya first met on the yeah. king's road yeah. like she had said that exact thing to her she just kind of flipped the order the mm-hmm. blue eyes was in the middle 
Um, and then when she said it to her right before, like kind of lock her back in, like you're gonna end like save and end whatever green eyes, brown eyes, and blue eyes, and like like forever too. And that was a big wording in there as well. I just um, want to point out that wasn't intentional on the creators. That was before she said that before they realized Arya yeah. Stark was gonna kill the Night King. But still right. a very cool. Call but that, back the fact that they called sure. back to it, yeah, yeah that was really awesome. well done. Yeah, and then of course the. What do we say to the god of death? Oh, what a Not great! Today. That was <laughs> so cool. Like the, just the level of um, just I would say confidence and si- seriousness in Arya just it got me going. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And no one even really knew where she was going. She just no, ran she off. Just ran off. Like, all right, we'll see what happens. <laughs> see you later. Yeah, and then she said, "Brown eyes, blue eyes, and green eyes." Cersei right. does have green eyes, so mm-hmm. I think we're kind of. So I think she could be the one who kills Cersei. But she's going two for two. She's going two for like two. We'll see. Seriously, can can they give her both? Well, I don't know. Like her entire character will. arc has been training to be like the best assassin ever. Is no, Cersei on her like list? Cersei is on her list. Has been on her list from sure. the very beginning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I also feel like if she got two for two, like the dramatic effect of that wouldn't be as. Is like, she the princess she's already, promised? She's already got the Night King, <laughs> and then she goes and gets Cersei. You'd be like, oh, okay. If Cersei yeah. dies. If Cersei True. dies, they gotta give it to someone else. I feel like. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Jamie I've Lester. always thought Jamie yeah. strangled yeah. her with his golden hand. That would be the most poetic <laughs> ending. Oh, I'd love. Wasn't it. that like? He can't in even the tighten prophecy? his grip. <laughs> that was just, just it was in the song the that song Ed, Ed Sheeran sang. Oh, okay. Cold hands or gold hands are always cold or something like mm-hmm. that. Sarah was knows it better than I do. Yeah. But. It's like a, it's not like a literal translation, but it's like metaphorically, it could mean that. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so the Night King has always been hyped up. It's like this is a big dude. Like he's got all these powers and whatever, and like he's unstoppable. And like, like it was an awesome ending, but it was almost kind of just like, all right, he's gone forever. Yeah. And the night, the the army of the dead, the knights, like Night King, they're all White Walkers, gone forever, never gonna come back. Like kind of that's how they set this up. And it almost feels like anticlimactic. It's like, all right, there's no way that like creatures that are this feared and this powerful can just be wiped out forever like that. And this, I don't know, this is a debate that I think mm-hmm. some people have started to have. It's like, are they truly gone forever? There's hints that they are, are they not? But, I mean, either way, like, it's just that that felt like a little bit of a letdown, I think. I definitely think they're going to be gone forever. I don't know about you guys. I, so I don't too. think they have enough episodes left yeah. in order to, you know, bring them back and have a whole other plot line. Um, one thing I do want to point out is that um, George R.R. R. Martin, I know he's not like, now he's not the one writing the show, but he's been, he's been stated, or he's been quoted as saying, like, um, in Lord of the Rings, another prime, another prime fantasy universe, he he's always had questions of, okay, now what happens after the big final bat- battle? And so this might be calling back to sort of the, those um those sorts of thoughts and ideas. It's like, yeah, okay, the end of the world was ended right now. Now the world can continue again. But now what happens with the realms of men? And so mm, it's like now they yeah. get, they still got to figure out all their stuff, right? They can't just come together. Oh, happy ending! Everyone lives happy ever after now. No, it's like all the old problems still exist. All the old you know, you still got to solve all of them. So yeah, who knows? I think going kind of back to what you were saying about it feeling anticlimactic, I think part of why it felt that way to me was that I went into expecting like basically a character purge, like losing half of our like mm, main characters. Yeah. And we you. only lose like here, four here. or five. <laughs> here, the here. Biggest ones. Yeah, yeah. And like very pretty like minor characters. Except for Jorah. Let's go through them real quick. Okay. Yeah. Jorah. Liana. Liana. We have the Night Lord Commander. Call. Right, Lord, 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 Lord Commander, Lord Commander. Um, and then we and had Beric, Beric, and Mel- Melisandre. Melisandre, yeah. Eh, so. she killed herself. 
yeah, yeah but she true. still died yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> not like so then four people who died in the battle or right. the battle yeah. and then one that was like on her own i, I think everyone was, was expecting way more yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and more main characters mm-hmm. many more main characters maybe i mean i guess the night king <laughs> the night king true <laughs> you can count he it. died and his lieutenants they've been in multiple episodes right <laughs> yeah but so yeah i don't know like the the death toll is definitely not that high mm-hmm. um i think we were expecting a lot more but that almost like i don't know it's like i think we're almost so caught up in this episode that we're going to sleep on what's going to happen in the next couple episodes because the next couple episodes are also really long and there's going to be some big battles afoot especially for the Iron Throne um, and I don't know like this is the, the point I keep getting back to it's like it almost has to end this way because the show is called Game of Thrones and they've always said like for the throne they're fighting for the throne and it just would feel weird if it didn't end with someone sitting on the Iron Throne I mean I'm sure the Night King if he would have won maybe would have been sitting on it but does he care about that I don't think so he just wants to kill everyone but uh, I don't know. So it almost feels like it has to end that way. Um, and so obviously we'll talk about that more towards the end of the podcast. But I think another scene we got to talk about, um, Jason, you kind of had, had a theory about this and obviously it didn't come true. But the Crips, the Crips, mm-hmm. when, uh, and when the Night down. King raised everyone back up and Jon Snow was kind of lunging him. Like that scene in general, that sequence was, was pretty intense, I thought. Because it's just like that was a point where you almost thought there's maybe a slight twinge mm-hmm. of hope. That at that, I mean, after after Daenerys tried to burn right. too. That at that one. point in the episode, I was at my most like um, desperate. I guess you could say my most mm-hmm. depressed. It was just like, there's no way they win. Mm-hmm. He just raised all these people. There's no way they win. I was looking for like a little shred of anything, and like I had a theory that the Starks would come back and like fight for the good instead of the bad. Well, obviously, that didn't happen. I would have liked it to happen. <laughs> I think it would have been really cool, but it didn't happen, and I understand why. Um, but yeah, I mean that that whole scene when he raised the dead, it's just like. It's like a gut punch after I'm already knocked out. You know, it's like it's just so depressing. It's like, how are they going to win? Mm. How are they going to get through this? And it's just like I feel like that's kind of the, how the whole tone of the episode went. I don't know if you guys want to talk a little bit about that a little more. Like, how 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 were you feeling throughout the episode? Like, were, were you feeling like hopeful at all, or were you just feeling like depressed? And yeah, I th- I mean, I think we knew what was coming was going to be really bad, but I didn't think it was going to be as bad as when they just started. Just I mean, they. They were they were all dead, and then he was like, "Oh, really?" And then he was oh, like, really? yeah. And then like, and then I mean, after that, they just started destroying Winterfell, and then they all just and they all just started just flooding everyone, and mm-hmm. you're like losing hope for every single character. You're like they're yeah. all gonna die right now. Um, and then I mean, you're kind of just slowly just losing more and more and more hope. And then I mean, in the um. I mean, and okay, and I don't get why you don't arm anybody down in the crypts. Like, you got to give them, like, a, a sword or, like, a little knife or a dagger. Like, give them something. So, I just, I mean, I don't think that they even really, like, stood a chance. And they got demolished down there. So, um, I think that that could have been worse than it was. Um, but, I mean, it was pretty bad up top already, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was crazy. But can we talk about, well, okay. Jack no, Butler. you can go for it. I'll comment on whatever's next. Okay. So <laughs> I'm ready. I, I think the one thing that I thought was, I don't know, like, Everyone like no one thought that it was gonna happen, but when Daenerys Jakarist and tried to kill the night oh, the night king, love that, and then all of a sudden the flames disperse, and then he kind of just like looks up and smiles. First time we ever see emotion, mm-hmm. and it was we all laughed. We were just like no one ever thought that it was gonna kill him, but it's like when that happened, and then again like raising everyone back up from the dead, like like that sequence right there, that was all like right next to each other, mm-hmm. and it's like. I remember that was kind of like the big turning point. It's like that was the last shred of hope. Definitely my favorite scene yeah. in the show for me personally was like from him getting burned or not getting burned. Maybe we should call him the unburned to <laughs> to him ra- ra- raising the dead. Like that is my favorite section in the, in the whole whole TV show. But yeah, um, to tell me tell me about your thoughts. What was going through your well, head, Jack, well, on that on that very – he took a hell of a fall. Yeah. 
Um, but I never thought that they would lose because of just the, you know, they have three more episodes. It's like, you know, it, no, it, it was a matter of who's going to die, not necessarily like um, will they all die. Uh, Plot but, armor is thicker than Valyrian steel, some yeah, would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, all kind of building off of that, I think keeping the core six, seven, however many characters that was uh, there alive. Uh, well, we had all mentioned it was surprising that they're all still alive. I think a smart decision because they've clearly gone all in. The showrunners have clearly gone all in, chips to the table, and um, this this show's about humans bickering and um, <laughs> trying to kill each other and and fight for power. And so they they want all those options, like they want all those options off the table for the next three episodes. And I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess, if you go back to the very beginning, Danny left her game plan. Like she, like, like, like she was supposed to right. wait for the Night King to come out, and she got extremely worried about what was going on down there, so she bounced. And then, and then, and then her and John left, and they just disappeared for a long time. And I was like, you guys have fucking dragons. Bring them back, flame some people up, take back off, come back, do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then they left, and they got. And I mean, when they brought in that night dragon, and he started just going for Danny, I was like, oh my god, she's gonna get burned alive right yeah. now. It was nuts. Can we talk about how stressful and almost unnecessary most of the dragon stuff was in the in the snow and the storm or whatever? Like that was just so confusing and discombobulating. And it's like, why were they so detached from the battle and everything? Like it just felt kind of weird, right? Anyone else feel that way? Yeah, I mean, it kind of seemed like they were not as helpful as they should have been. No, they uh, were so unhelpful. Yeah, and I mean, given they could have just done like just back and forth, just runs of just yes. fire and just flamed everyone. Yes, but, yeah. particularly when they like first put up the like the fire barrier with the sticks, and then the like the dead start to like make a basically bridge over it. Like, like they just need to come in and like burn the first row of dead people like then the ones who are laying down like just torch them i don't know it just felt the people i was watching with and myself were like really frustrated with john and danny and all of the kind of the nonsense that we've been talking about and i think kind of just going back to jack's point is just they're bickering and they kind of know that they're not this couple that they can be anymore but that they're family now so i think that she's so pissed off that i that that I think she's like more mad that what's going on with this battle is because she's coming through and she's just torched everyone that she's seen and now she's starting to face a real threat. So I think that that kind of threw the whole show off for her and for her army because it made her leave her game plan because she got just yeah I mean wrecked. And that's an interesting theory I feel like just because we still don't really know like what they're thinking after figuring out that they're related. And that's I mean obviously we don't know for sure, but it's a good idea and it's going to be interesting to see that get resolved in the next episode especially as now we know they're going to they're going to go for Cersei and they're going to have to battle Cersei for the throne. So those Danny and and John are going to have to figure figure out that out and who's the iron who's the rightful heir. I will say um in the episode previews of season 4, <clears throat> I'm sorry, episode, episode 4. Um from what I could see, obviously you know, you're not giving a lot of context, but from what I could see, it looked like they were pretty united, right? Yeah. Right. It didn't look like they had a whole like, no, I want the Iron Throne, I want the Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've already seen John like do go as far as he can to stick to his word. I don't think him learning who who he, like who his real mo- mother is or or his real father is is gonna make him go against his word. Mm-hmm. Which means like he's already pledged loyalty to, um, to Daenerys, and he did it not only because he's in love with her, but also because he truly does believe in her. And I don't think that's going to change just because, um, yeah, 
Just and his, his character arc is pretty much done at this point. <laughs> Remember most Maybe. of his character arc mm-hmm. is he just wanted to save everyone from the long night and and the mm-hmm. night the night yeah. So I don't, I don't know like that now that the Night King is dead gone forever no more army of the dead to worry about like what does john he do? have, yeah what's his purpose i think john dies i mean i hope so <laughs> what <laughs> i hope not he just gets saved by all these stupid <laughs> deus ex machinas and he just needs to <laughs> meet his end finally he's been resurrected before right he went headlong in the battle of the bastards playing right into ramsey's plan he almost died right away and then he only lived that battle because of Sansa and the mm-hmm. and the Knights of the Vale. Like it's just so many times where it's just like, John, your luck's gotta run out. If we're going Lord of Light, he served his purpose at this point. He served his yeah. purpose. <laughs> so right. he's a barrack. He 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 can die. Then oh. what then who do you think is like like what do you think the song of ice and fire then is if it's not about John and his heritage? Hot pie. I mean that's the only answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a famous thing. Never give up on the gravy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta brown the butter. Everyone figures out the butter. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, like that's I'm sure we'll have that for the next yeah. podcast. For sure. The next for episode sure. will give us more light onto that. Um, I'm just curious, like as you guys are watching this episode, who was one character that maybe you were either surprised by their performance or maybe not surprised or most annoyed you? I don't know. Was there anyone that kind of stood out as someone who you thought either kind of like developed the plot a lot or was more involved than you thought? I don't know. Was there anyone who really stood out for anyone? Theon Greyjoy. For me personally, mm-hmm. I thought he performed. He had a, like the actor. I don't know. I don't know his name. I thought he had a great Alfie performance. Allen. Alfie Allen. Yeah, had a great performance in the episode. And bef- episode ep- or season eight, episode two, I hated him just because of all the things he'd done. But season or season eight, episode three. Not now that I've watched that, I think he's pretty much redeemed himself. Um, he, you know, he defended he defended Bran, and he 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 finally fight, went headlong into danger he didn't run away mm-hmm. and i think that's a huge um that was a huge moment for him hearing he's a he's a good good man i think his character arc when it came to its completion was one of the most um yeah. um what what what, 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 what i think it was like pretty meaningful yeah me- meaningful complete Full circle. Mm-hmm. yeah 100% meaningful is it, yeah. it kind of like melisandre notwithstanding <laughs> cuz like technically that would be my answer but, no that that's good melisandre is a good answer yeah. for sure um i would say uh, Jorah, even though that seems like a really mm-hmm. obvious one, he's been by Danny's side through this whole time. Um, he's been trying to get on her good side, and he kind of like has gotten there, and they've really gotten close um, over the last uh, three to four seasons. And then when, I, and then I guess when John's not there for her, it's always him, mm-hmm. and he died there by her side, which is kind of like what his whole purpose was. Um, I thought that that was pretty sad, but you know, you kind of see it coming because that was kind of his purpose throughout the whole show was just to serve Danny. Yeah. Um, and she didn't have her dragon, and like she was, it was just, it was just her. Right. Um. So then I think he came back, and you know he died the way he was supposed to die. Um. Also holding a Samwell's sword. Yeah. So you know there's kind of all that other stuff too. Um. Hearts but yeah. Speaking of Samwell, he uh probably should have died about eight different times in that episode. He yeah. had a pretty good fight plan. I mean he, I mean he fought pretty well. He was like surprisingly, yeah, like yeah. covered by. Whites though he got knocked multiple down. times, many yeah. times. Yeah, he's just laying on the ground, crying, eh, stabbing left, right, left, right. Yeah. Um, and the hound, he seemed like he was pretty useless. I mean, he had but his he moments. Saved That's he important. Saved he had a, he had a moment though. He, yeah, he, he he did his full circle. He like, he had his like, he was um, like this, this is, is death. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there's no point. Yeah, he had not had one moment before that like either. So I think it was like. He had to have it at some point. I think everyone had it at some and point. And we still get the Clegane Bowl. Yes. Clegane Bowl is on <laughs> schedule. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be exciting. Oh, boy. Definitely for sure. Oh, boy. Um, I was also a little surprised by um 
um, Liana Mormont. I thought her role was really good. Like, I don't. Sierra is pretty excited about this, but I mean, like, I don't know. I thought it was like I don't know about it was a very, very honorable way to yes. die. I thought, yes. and she did a good job. And also, like one one, like that's where he had died the first time mm-hmm. in the Battle of the Bastards, and then he came back and died again. Well, it was a, a different zombie. giant. Well, maybe yeah. I don't. Yeah. Know. They, they it probably the is. Yeah. Oh, they did. You're right. They had other, but other giants. I thought that was interesting. But it was a motif. Motif. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. But I don't definitely. know. I thought that was like it was a very honorable way for her to die, and I yes. thought it was one of the better deaths of the episode for sure. Yeah, considering she should have never been in the series, but yeah. Right. They, like, How dare yeah. you? <laughs> Sarah's not happy. I no. mean, she was only supposed to be in one episode, but then There's they kept her. There's my hot take. You wanted a hot take? You wanted a hot take? You don't like Liana? She was annoying. Really? <laughs> I no. thought she was good. Uh, yeah. Do you not like strong female characters? Is that it? Yes. No. <laughs> uh, you know, that's, that's uh, it's just a fan service is what it was. <laughs> all right, all right. It was like she was cool, mm-hmm. and then it was like, let's... I mean, nothing beats like the Ed Sheeran fan service <laughs> uh, that we got, but no, it was just like kind of fan servicey, and I was like, like I'm, 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 I'm. L- let me put it this way: if she was still there, taking down the giant was the way to go. Like that made me happy. I was like, you know what? You're still. I don't like the fact that you're still here. Yeah. But you're still here. <laughs> but what else would she giant. have been doing? Well, like in theory, I don't think that she would have played as big of a like I'm not necessarily talking about that episode specifically. Right. I'm just saying You think like, she would just from be from the jump like at Bear Island chilling while everybody Well, else I mean the Mormons would have been there, but like Or she'd go in the crypts and y- save her yeah, family. I mean, well, lineage. yeah, that that part like, in episode two. two was yeah. like, yo, you're like eight. <laughs> like you should probably She fought better than most of the, the grown men out there though. She did. She so, did. Mad respect. I was really glad when I wasn't glad that she got turned into a white, but I was really glad they didn't kill her twice. Like when yeah. she opened her like cute little blue eye, I was like, if they kill this baby twice, I'm not going to be okay. That's a good point. They didn't kill anyone twice. Yeah. Really. yeah. That we saw, so yeah. Respect to that, at least. And then yeah. like, um, I think what was kind of like, it was kind of like, just there's this moment where, I mean, she gets picked up and you can hear her bones cracking like in yeah. her ribs and you're like, oh God. And then all of a sudden she just like kills the giant. And you're like, okay, like that's cool. But like that was, that was rough. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like, I think that was one of the more like, like emotional kind of deaths that didn't really have a bigger plot associated with it. And so I don't know. I get that really stood out to me. Um, can we also talk about the, uh, the scene where Arya's in the library? Yeah. That, I hated it. That stupid, <laughs> unnecessary plot I- that, was very stressful and put everyone on the edge yeah, of the seat. It was seat. pacing. Yeah. yeah. Pacing. I mean, if it had been battle the whole time, <laughs> yeah. it would have been terrible. Yeah. I with, I'm with you. That, that's what I would probably I'd just be like, yeah. pacing. <laughs> I think that they're like, that, that's sort of pacing. I agree it's pacing. I think there's a good way to do pacing, bad way to do pacing, obviously. I think a better way to do the pacing would have been at the very end when Tyrion and Sansa are in the crypt and the music starts playing mm. and then it, like that amazing new song, The Night King, look it up. It's a great OST. Um, it, 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 it comes on and it kind of slows things down, but it also ramps things up, you know, kind of a dichotomy between the two. Um, that's what, I, what, I, what, I, what I'd like, like, like to see, that, that, that sort of thing. Even in the middle of the episode, it doesn't have to obviously come to a whole conclusion, but it just seemed like they were, they were like, what can we do with Arya? You know, and it's it's like they had been beating it over a head that oh look she's stealthy. They 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 done that in the in the first episode. They done that like you know many seasons before. Did it's it like, again oh with yeah, that scene. exactly. Yeah. Oh look how stealthy she is. We get it. She's stealthy. <laughs> like she can sneak up on the Night King. Sweet. Yeah. I just I wasn't a fan of that. that, that um. Scene. Um, I just think that what they've kind of said afterwards is that like it's a place where it's always been quiet and calm and fun to be. You know, you don't ever see 
those halls being flooded with dead people, right. you kind of see them as like a place of like solace. So I think like they've kind of went back to that to kind of show that like it's still this calm place, but now there's dead people inside of it, and now there's this giant threat. Um, but I mean, you know, like kind of, kind of, you know, that point where they've kind of like beaten over the head where, you know, she is stealthy. We do know this. She is a savage. We also do know this. So I just think that that was kind of like her last little moment before she kind of figures out like what like her path is. I yeah. Think. Guys, do we think that Sansa and Tyrion are going to get back together? Absolutely uh, not. You don't think so? <laughs> no. no. Sansa's better than that. <laughs> Tyrion's better than that. <laughs> Whoa. I like Tyrion more than I like Sansa. Sansa's my least favorite character, personally. Really? Mm-hmm. I hate She's her. grown so much, though. She has. She had this past too season. Too little, too late. Too little, too late. I just thought that was an interesting... Oh, but you're going to say li- too little, too late for Sansa, but not for Theon? Theon died for what he believes in. What has Sansa done? She hid uh, while people... She, wow. Her, her, while her people... Wow. This is a, this is a little killed. inconsistent. <laughs> while because... her people were getting killed, she's in there, oh, I got my little dagger. She didn't do anything. Go, Tierra. Talk your shit. Come on. Talk, say, say it. Say it. <laughs> I just think it's inconsistent to be like, oh, like, and I, you didn't say this, which is why I hesitated, but like to be like, oh, like Liana should have been in the crypts, but now like Sansa ha- is like having a, like it's bad that Sansa's in the crypts. Right. I don't think Liana should have been. Well, there. I, th- I yeah. still think. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, yeah that was. Bad, which is why I hesitated. <laughs> I, I still think that Sansa's got an important role to play in the episodes to come. So obviously, you need to keep her alive. I think, and I don't know. She definitely has never been in combat in any way. So I mean, Sansa is my preseason pick to end up on the throne. Wait, pre-season, mm, pre-season pick. pick. <laughs> yeah, I picked Tyrion. I picked Tyrion. Tyrion yeah. He's my guy. Well, so one thing that the one thing that I kind of was thinking in my head was like, like right now, so Tyrion's still obviously he's loyal to Daenerys. Um, obviously, when they're being threatened by zombies, things could change in a, in a flash like that. Maybe that's why they kind of were as close as they were. Um, but it's like, I kind of was like, Tyrion could be a key to getting Sansa loyal to Daenerys. Because that's the only person right now that's got any hesitation and is really kind of pushing back against like supporting Daenerys. And so that's why I was like, all right, Ma- Tyrion could be a key in all this. And maybe that's that connection is what's going to get her to be loyal to Daenerys. I don't know. Um, I just kind of, that was a thought that popped in my head at least. Yeah, and I mean, I think we kind of saw that. Um, and they were kind of both like on edge about saying, I want to be loyal to you, but I don't really want to yet. Um, I mean, and I guess, do you really think Danny loves John that much to where like she wants, or I mean, to where, I mean, I guess it's like, does she want Sansa more or is she just lying to her to say this? Um, so I think you're right on that because I think if John can't get to Danny, then who the hell is going to get to Danny? Um, so I guess we'll see. Yeah, I just thought that was an interesting little thing that kind of got thrown in there and that could have consequence. Um, and it was good back and forth. Like, I thought it was pretty meaningful during the we're all going to die, like, moments, for sure. Um, and I think the last thing that I kind of want to touch on, and maybe Jason has one more thing, if not, but uh, I think just, like, the overall length of, like, we're all going to die, we're all going to die, we're all going to die at the very end. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I was I was in agony. I like my heart rate for like took an hour to go back to normal, but it's like there was that was such a long like like well before like the song really started ramping up and like the Night King even got into the Godswood like there was a big sense like we're screwed like everyone is cornered everyone is trapped like there's new dead people we can't keep up, um and it just like even like the slow walk of the Night King into the Dogswood like Dogswood God, Godswood well <laughs> Atlas was the watching dogs with us. yeah Atlas was watching with us. that's Jason's that's dog true. but um He's super cute. I don't know like I just thought that that like he he took so long and it just it dragged it out so long almost antagonizingly long um and I don't know I just thought that that scene as a whole just like really kind of 
like we're like, all right, well, how's this going to end? And that was so much build up just in that one scene alone. I don't know, like it just really stood out to me. And I wasn't sure what you guys were thinking during that episode or during that scene, I should say. Well, I think like you're also being inconsistent because <laughs> call out good. Keep call us accountable, him out. Because you were saying like, oh, it's anticlimactic. Like it like felt right. like it was too easy. And so I feel like devices like that, like build suspense and build climax and like because if it had been, like, really fast and he'd, like, walked in and then all of a sudden Arya right. was there and, like, Arya killed him, then it would have been, like, okay, like, cool. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. I think... And I think I think it's such a hard... This is just a hard episode to really just digest because, like, like I was kind of saying, the Night King was kind of made out to be this really big, all-powerful being and then all of a sudden he's just eradicated forever. Like, right. I think that's where I'm really getting lost. Mm. It's like, all right, there could have been so much more development with this guy or he had so much more potential and we just didn't see that. And maybe that's why I think it's anticlimactic. But like, I think that the, the episode ending was definitely amazing. Like, mm-hmm. and it needed to happen. And obviously, like, I think the next episodes are going to have to make up for that anticlimactic feeling that I'm having mm-hmm. right now. I think that they will. I hope they yeah. will. I mean, I'm sure they will. Start building tension right away. Yeah, they have I believe to. it. So, but like, even like you said, like it's mm-hmm. called the Game of Thrones. So, like, yeah. they're in some ways like they just needed to like wrap the storyline up and be like, okay, like, yeah, the Night King has been dealt with. Like, now we're going to focus on. Mm-hmm. What actually has been the whole thing the whole time, which is the Game of Thrones. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just like it's a it's an interesting dichotomy of feelings that we're all having right mm-hmm. now. I think so. How how to process them and stuff is is one way. So I like to do a thing. I want to hear you guys' favorite thing about the episode and least favorite thing about the episode. Like and then you, we like, do ratings also. Ratings as well. You yeah. can have like um like for me I'm gonna say like a favorite scene. But I already said my favorite scene, so I'll say my second favorite scene. Um, my second favorite scene was um. Right when the wall, like the wave of the dead, came right away, like right onto the um, like front line of the Unsullied. Oh my gosh, I've never been more like blown away at just like the shock value of an infantry charge. Right, that's essentially what what, what it is. That that's that scared me, and I, and right away it just set the tone. It was like, oh my god, we're we're so screwed. Mm-hmm. That that was definitely my, like one one of the top three scenes that, um, I think in the whole episode. One thing I didn't like real quick was um, hmm, the the library scene. There it is. Yeah. That's easy. And what's your rating? Give us your rating of the episode. We do Davos fingers. Okay. That's kind of a factor. So you can do like one thumb and then a Davos finger, like I don't know, or whatever rating you think is a is a fitting. So definitely one of my one one of my top episodes of the series, but it's not my favorite episode of the series. Like Battle of the Bastards, Hard Home, the Sept of Baby Baylor episodes do top it. So I would have to say, um, okay, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna say one golden Jamie hand, and two Davos full hands as well so, so that's a big th- one. three out of two <laughs> that's pretty good all right um favorite scene um probably seeing the night dragon in action was pretty sweet um because you've kind of only seen like just i mean just kill that wall and then now he's kind of back um i do love john's face when he like is when 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 he kind of has a like oh shit look on his face um he had it in uh the battle last season where i mean he just rises from that just body of just dead people just of just people and he he's just pissed off you know like so i think when he got knocked off of his dragon he was running towards the night king and you can kind of see like danny hit it uh, or him and then he just has this look on his face he's like oh shit like that's like you know like that's not it so then, and then all of a sudden he's running towards them, and then he just gives them his glare, and he just raises all the dead people. So I think John's look of how he's been through so much, but he still hasn't seen everything yet. Um, I thought is always kind of cool. Um, worst scene, jeez, um, that's tough. Just least favorite. Thing. Least favorite. Um, yeah, scene, about it. story, plot, character. 
probably seen uh the Darth Raki just get demolished like that just like you're you're like you're like hopes got up so high and they just <laughs> went down so fast. Um so that was just like kind of that was that was, that was just kind of just like oh shit moment for me. For sure. Wait, what's your rating? Gabe, we need oh, your rating. God. Um jeez. Give me I don't know anybody's the body limbs at the top of my head. I give it like a I give it like a 7. Okay. That's a good. Seven. Out of 10? Yeah. Okay. Out of 11. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepies, please sponsor us. <laughs> All right. What you got, Jack? Um, Let's go, Jack. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> least favorite. Leon um, Mormont. <laughs> no. No? No. Least favorite was seriously, like, it, I don't care about, like, the super nitpicking of the battle stuff. I mean, the tactics are dumb, <laughs> but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is just, like, they get, like, Brienne and Jamie got swarmed. Like, we mm-hmm. kind of talked about oh, this, yeah. but mm-hmm. Brienne and Jamie and... Sam and, mm-hmm. and yeah. all those guys, they got swarmed one too many times. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was a little ridiculous after a while. Like, I've seen them 10 times with like five right. whites on top of them. Like, it loses its dramatic effect. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like, the, you can film something and someone struggling and in a, in a bad scenario without having them like be dead almost. Um, my favorite part. I mean, my favorite part was the Night King, like, flexing on Bran. You know, he, he gave it time. He was like, this is my moment. I love the dramatic flair of the this, Night King. This is I my time. I love part of his character. You know, he could have just gone up to him, boom, mm-hmm. stab, done, um, time ended. But, no, he wanted to, you know, he wanted to show his power. He wanted to be like, yeah, that's right. I love that And part then Arya... You know, Mike Powell their way to on top of him. And, all right, dude, pick uh, one. All right, you can't have all, have them all. And then, yeah, <laughs> no. um, I'll give it f- five Tyrion Tavares dick jokes, <laughs> <laughs> which is five out of five. Five out of five. Opinion. All because, right, wow. because and I'll end this. I know it's been a little while. I'll end it because they got who killed the Night King correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that is hard to do. So I think they got that right. So I'll Alrighty. excuse some other things. Alrighty. I like that. Sierra, what you got? Um, I think I'll start with my favorite scene, which I think is when the hound is having his moment and is like, there's no point in fighting. Like, we're not going to beat the dead or something like that. And then the guy, and I can't remember his name again. Barrick. Barrick says, like, oh, like, say that to her. And, like, mm-hmm. Arya is just, like, fucking people up. That was awesome. Um, and then I also really liked that Arya was the one to kill the Night King. That was like mm-hmm. awesome. Um, what I didn't like, I felt really frustrated with John, especially when he like got off his dragon and like started chasing the Night King on foot. And it feels like a kind of like theme for him where he like gets like really emotional and then like makes bad decisions. Like when he like at the the Battle of the Bastards, and he, like, runs into the field. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, stick to the plan. Like, stop being, like, this, like, prideful, like, over-emotional person. Like, just cool out and make a decision that isn't stupid. Um, I'm going to push back on that just a little bit. Can I real quick? Yes. It's just, like, at that point, the plan had gone out the window, and I feel like that that move, that decision he made was made out of desperation as opposed to, like, pride or... 
um, like, like passion. We saw the, yeah, passion, like we saw in, in Battle of the Bat Bastards. Like, what was his other plan? He didn't have a dragon, right? We saw his, his dragon get like knocked down or whatever. Yeah, and he's still alive. We, he's, we he's still, still, still is alive. They're both still alive. Yeah, yeah. Both they are alive. both still alive. I, I just, I just want to know, like, what, like, what else could he have done besides charge the Night King? I don't know, but charging the Night King <laughs> is a bad idea. <laughs> right, right. And I mean, I think to that he turns around and looks this dead dragon in the face, is like. I'm going to kill you or you're going to blow my face away. And then, <laughs> you know, he saved again. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was kind of his end was coming. But then, of course, he saved again. Like, he's always been kind of saved yeah. this whole show. Deus Ex Machina, his luck's going to run out. <laughs> Sierra, what's your rating? Um, I could never watch this episode again and be perfectly fine. I, wow. I, If I did, I would just skip to the part where Arya what? kills the Night King really? and then move on. Wow. Um, Hot take number two. I like that. I just, all of the, like bodies everywhere and you can't see anything and mm. like I don't know I just feel like it's a lot of fighting and I think it was like necessary and good but you're not you're not a battle person no That's not fair. at That's all fair. so I I liked it I think it like did accomplish what it was trying to accomplish your team bicker bicker like bickering oh between the characters yes Oh, yes. I, I do love the bickering <laughs> between the characters. It's like the drama and all of that. So yeah, or banter. It was good. It did what it was supposed to do. I don't ever have to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. That's, I didn't expect that. That's a good hot take. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, I mean, I already kind of said. Like, I think my least favorite part of the episode was the dragons flying and mm-hmm. not really doing anything. Just it was just so discombobulating and it was hard to see. And I just remember giving me. It was like, what the hell is going on? Like, it just mm-hmm. feels unnecessary. Um, that kind of ruined some things for me. Um, and especially like the seeing was just so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a big, big e- thing. Even we watched it again. Yeah, and with it was like pitch black, totally dark room. Yeah, and it was like, still hard. They, they brightened it up a little bit too. I've, mm-hmm. There's been reports that they brightened <laughs> it up like on HBO Go, and yeah. it was still it was difficult still to follow. Still really the weird. And I just did, I didn't understand it until we finally found the Night King um, when mm-hmm. Bran warged into the Ravens and flew off. Also, where the hell did Bran warg for so long? What was he he's doing? Watching Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the meme. Um, I don't know what he's doing. Who knows? Who know? I'm maybe, sure we'll know. Affecting maybe. some events. Yeah, maybe, maybe they'll explain it. Probably so, not. Yeah, we'll see. So that was my least favorite part. Um, and I honestly couldn't tell you what my favorite part was. I think it was, I almost really did kind of like, just like how the episode as a whole just like did a good job of making you feel like we're screwed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I really did, they did the an amazing job of that. Mm-hmm. And like the whole time I'm watching, I'm just like edge of my seat, heart rate over a billion. Like I just, it was a lot to really take in and, um, I mean, even watching it the second time, it was mm-hmm. still just like, wow, they did a really good job. And I still was feeling all the feelings. Um, so, I mean, just the episode, like, pacing and how they did that as a whole, I thought that was probably my favorite part. Um, and I definitely would give this one uh, the Arya blade. I'm giving it an Arya blade. <laughs> wow. The successful blade that the she dagger. used. To the dagger, mm-hmm. yeah. Which apparently... Harkens back to season one. Which And also, one. so apparently I was, I was listening to or reading a theory about this was that it's it's kind of that blade is supposed to be a remnant of Lightbringer that originally was used to end the Long Night a long time ago. It's theorized that theorized. it is. I feel it was, like I also read a theory that said that it was the blade that possibly created the Night King. Mm. It could be as well. That was dragon glass. That was dragon that glass. was, yeah. was it dragon glass? Yeah. But I think this one was used to like end the first long night, maybe, or had some part uh, in it, or I don't remember. Maybe. We well, don't know a lot about the dagger. What we do know is that it was brought up in, in if you look closely in Sam's yes. book, right? right. That illustration yes. is that dagger. But I'll, I'll, as for b- b- backstory about it, it's, it's unclear. Not a lot yeah, but. and I think um, I think that he was stabbed in the same way he was 
right. stab when he was yeah. made. That's um, the only way you could kill yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Night King. Yeah. So. And then for and then for ratings, I think we've kind of all said that um, it's it was the it was the lowest rated show since I think season five. Like on like Rotten Tomatoes, like a seventy three or whatever, and I think that's like the lowest rating it's got since like season five. So Wait, people lowest rated episode, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. So I think it got like a seventy three percent or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's. I mean, a lot of people were like, "It's a tough task." Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 They set themselves up I, for a really tough. I, task. I think it was. The, I think it was the visuals too being so dark. Yeah, I heard that, so many complaints about it being dark, and rightfully so, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a well. Not for Jack on his eighty-inch TV. I don't think it was dark on that. Wasn't mine. <laughs> so friends, blackout right. curtains were blackout involved. Curtains. Yeah, we had to. We yeah. had blackout curtains. We had a uh, curtains on the on the on the windows. Still wasn't enough. Curtains. Still wasn't enough. <laughs> I actually watched it back to back, like twice in a row. Wow, really? damn. Yeah. Do you well, hate yourself or something? Mm-hmm. That's a lot for well, your. Well, so heart, I didn't. Mean, I watched it at a friend's house with the crew that I usually watch with. Yeah, and then. Um, I'm kind of name dropping here, but Sean Meadow. Ooh. Yeah, he hadn't he watched it yet. He knows a thing or two about Emerald Podcasts. Uh, yeah, he, he, he hadn't watched it yet. So when I got back to my yeah. apartment, he Watch started it. it. So I had no choice. <laughs> no choice. That's that's fair. Alrighty. So yeah, that's that's episode three. That the build up, all the build up for that. Um and now there's three more episodes to come. Jeez. And more plot to be developed. Who's gonna sit on the Iron Throne? Cersei. Tyrion. Tyrion. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that next week for sure, especially after the episode. Um, will Cersei get her elephants? That's the question everyone wants to know. They're going to get seasick. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not good Have the, the dragons bring them over. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> but big thank you to the sports desk, Gabe, Jack, and Sierra. Ooh. Thank you, Robin. Awesome thank having you guys. you guys on. Maybe we'll be back next week. We'll see if Sarah allows it. Sarah's got the <laughs> veto power right now. Um, <laughs> Maybe we yeah. just kick Sarah out and have you guys back. Oh, no. There were, there were fewer arguments. I kind of like that. <laughs> we're we're going to hear about this one tomorrow, Jason. Just you wait. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back for episode four. This has been fun. Alrighty. Our watch is ended. Our watch is ended. Want to play us out? Oh God! What song Again? are we doing? Same song. Same song. Way to <laughs> the danger zone. There it is. All there right. It is. All right. We'll end on that one. All right. Thanks for See listening, you later, everybody. Why not? <laughs>